So the, uh, the title of today's sermon is the Gisborne Boys High Meat Pie Sandwich. Gisborne Boys High Meat Pie Sandwich. So for you uh, that don't know, I think it's, I don't think it happens now because they have food in schools. Is that right, Dean? But what it was, for many years, I'll show you. Uh, it was pretty simple, actually. The Gisborne Boys High Meat Pie Sandwich. Did you have this, Mike? You, yeah. Uh, so you had a meat pie, and you had two bits of bread. And you, from the tuck shop, you would have the meat pie and the two bits of bread. Is that it? That's what it was. $3.50. And we're working through the book of Romans. Romans chapter 14 is where we're up to. Let's pray and then we'll go through that. Yeah, Lord, as we open up your word today, we ask your anointing upon it that you would speak to us today from your word, whatever you want to say. Jesus' mighty name, amen. Romans 14. 1 to 13. Romans 14, 1 to 13. Accept the one whose faith is weak without quarreling over disputable matters. One person's faith allows him to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not, and the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall, and they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. For they give thanks to God. Whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us live for ourselves alone. And none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all Stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely I, as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me and every tongue will acknowledge God. So then, each of us must give an account to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. So the Gisborne Boys High Meat Pie Sandwich, verse 1. That's the bread. Accept him whose faith 
is weak without passing judgment of disputable matters. Verse 13, that's the other hunk of bread. Don't put a stumbling block in your brother's way. So verse 1, help those that are weak in the Lord. Verse 13, don't put a stumbling block in your brother's way. Help them. Don't hinder, help. And the meat pie right in the middle, live or die, we belong to the Lord. Live or die, we belong to the Lord. That's what the meat pie sandwich is all about. It's the meat pie. That is it. That's the essence of the Gisborne Boys High meat pie sandwich. It is the meat pie. Live or die, we belong to the Lord. And it's not about the condiments. It's not about, we've got some pictures, it's not about the smashed avocado. It's, it's not about the hollandaise sauce, the caramelized onion, or the truffle butter. It's about the meat pie between the two bits of bread. And those things, the condiments, are just the disputable matters. Their opinions, their preferences, it actually doesn't matter that much. It's about the meat pie and the two bits of bread. And the disputable matters, they come around and around. They do the rounds. You know, uh, is Easter this day or that day? Is Christmas really this day or that day? Uh, you know, this Bible version or that Bible version. You know, end times. Condiments, disputable matters. But the main ingredient in the Gisborne Boys High meat pie sandwich is right in the middle there. It's live or die. We belong to Jesus, our Lord. Live or die. We belong to the Lord. If you're a disciple of the Lord, this is not a work-life balance thing here, right? If you're a disciple of Jesus, it's not about work-life balance. This is all in for Jesus, to pinch a phrase from the Easter camp. It's not, this is all in. It's not shin deep. It's all in. Right in. Live or die, we belong to Jesus. Submerge yourself in Jesus. You belong to him. Your death is in him too. Everything as an obedient service of Jesus Christ. That is not a disputable matter. That is not a condiment. Food, drink, special holy festivals, other things are non-essential condiments. It's a meat pie right in the middle. That's the essential thing. But also there is the two bits of bread. The two bits of bread are part of the equation. Helps the, those juicy and meaty bits not drop to the ground. Verse 1, accept the one whose faith is weak. And the weak, uh, the weak here, because this, remember this was a mixed church. There were Jewish, there were believers from a Jewish background. And there were Greeks from a pagan background. And there were all sorts of people like many other churches, old and and young, and men, and women, and, and different cultures, different backgrounds. And here they were all together. 
And guess what? That's not easy. When you're people from different backgrounds, that's not easy. And so Paul was aware of the Apostle Paul who wrote this letter as part of our scripture, was aware of the tensions going on here. And, and those from the Jewish background were really struggling because they knew they had this freedom, but for, for generations, they had not had that freedom. They had had the way they obeyed God was they obeyed things like what they ate and what holidays they observed. And all of a sudden, they were told they had this new freedom. They knew it, but... but uh, but what about, what about meat? What say that meat, like much of the meat in the, in the different cities had been um, uh, butchered uh, in a pagan way and dedicated to pagan gods? And wine, what say if that, that as well been dedicated to pagan gods? And then they go and eat that. Is that like idol worship? And they really struggled with that to break those traditions of hundreds of years. In contrast, there is the strong. And Paul, the Apostle Paul, includes himself as the strong. Romans 15 verse 1. The strong, you know, the strong, they didn't have those same scruples and their faith allowed them to eat whatever they wanted. But the temptation of the strong was to look down on those who, who couldn't eat just just found it too hard to eat the meat from the market and uh, to not observe the holidays. And we had actually, when we were missionaries in Africa, Shara and I, we had the same issue with our, our tribal group, the Fulani people. They were from Muslim background. 99% of the Fulani tribe are still Muslim. And um, they, to this day, even the Christians will not eat pork. And their proof text is Mark chapter 5, where Jesus exercise, pulls the demons out uh, of a man and sends them into a pig. And into uh, and, and so actually a herd of pigs. The pigs rush down a hill and jump into the water and they're all drowned. And the Fulani Christians will say, see, Jesus hated pigs. And so to this day, they still will not eat uh, pork. And, um, and also, as, as former Muslim people, they will not go anywhere near alcohol. And so, as missionaries to West Africa, we wouldn't eat pork, wouldn't have bacon, we wouldn't drink alcohol in Africa. Because uh, it's, it's not about food or drink. It's not about the condiments, disputable matters. That is not the, the meat pie sandwich. And why... Why cause a ruckus for those our beloved Fulani people who were just trying to come to Jesus? Not worth it. It's just bacon, just alcohol, food and drink, just condiments. Not worth it. What's important is that we live or die for Jesus. Condiments are not that essential. And interesting thing about the Apostle Paul, he'd often fight a theological battle and prove a point, and he'd make no compromise on the principle. But in terms of practice, for practicality's sake, so as not to get distracted from the gospel, he'd make concessions on the policy. So he'd, he'd win the principle, but concede on policy. 
So here's uh, an example, circumcision. Galatians 5, Paul writes aggressively against uh, those that want non-Jewish converts to be circumcised. Galatians 5, he says, no, no, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Galatians 5.12, as for those mutilators of the flesh, I wish they would go the whole way and castrate themselves. Right? Right? Acts 16, we read about Paul wanting to take the young disciple Timothy on the missionary journey with him. Everyone knew that he was of mixed heritage. His mum was Jew, his dad was a Greek. So to keep the Jews happy, what did uh, Paul get Timothy to do? Went and got him circumcised. Why? Just because that's going to be practical. Everyone knew mixed heritage. Okay, let's, let's do the deed and get on with the business. Uh, same as Jesus, by the way. Matthew 17, tax collectors come Ask Peter, does your master, does your master, does he pay the temple tax? And then Jesus turns to Peter and says, what do you think, Peter? The kings and sons, should they pay the temple tax normally? Or is it the outsiders? And Peter said, well, the outsiders. And Jesus said, that's right. But so, as not to offend, go and pay the tax. Right? Why cause a ruckus? When's the principle and practice? Just do what's going to be helpful. Let's concentrate on the gospel, not get distracted by the condiments. Let's not distract the unity of the church. Back to the two bits of bread. Verse 1 and verse 13, accept him whose faith is weak. Verse 13, make up your mind not to put a stumbling block or obstacle in your brother's way. Here's a question. Are we helping or hindering those who are seeking, those who are weak in the Lord? Are we helping or hindering? You know, the, the hunks of bread. Don't get hung up on the condiments, optional extras, the smashed avocado, the hollandaise sauce, the cherry tomatoes, oregano, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Are we helping those new and, and struggling in the Lord? And this is one of the bits we'll edit out, please, Malcolm. And when people try to um, get down on Destiny Church, Sharon and I normally tell these stories because we're, we are grateful for what Destiny Church has helped. And uh, there's some disputable things there. Does Destiny push too hard on the money thing? Maybe. Uh, are they too legalistic? Maybe. Uh, does Wainui push too soft on the money thing? Maybe. <laughs> uh, about one in ten verses in the New Testament is about money and possessions. Gospel of Luke, is, they reckon it's one in four. Uh, Jesus said, where your money is, there your heart is also. Uh, is destiny borderline legalistic in their requirements? Maybe. Does Wainui Beach Vineyard Church too soft on our expectations of people being part of the covenant of faith? Maybe. Uh, what I think about destiny is this. God has called and saved Brian um, Tamaki and Hannah and used them to bless some of our relatives, keep them alive. 
and uh, they are servants of the living God. And if I was able myself to bless 1% of the people that they have blessed, I'd be ecstatic. And verse 4, who am I to judge someone else's servant? Who am I to judge uh, Christ's servant? Who am I? And uh, next week we're going to talk about judgment. And, uh, you know, they will answer to the Lord on the last day, and so will I, it says. At the moment, we're just grateful to, for what that church is doing amongst our whanau and keeping some of them alive that I, I believe would not be alive today if it wasn't for them. A Gisborne boys high meat pie sandwich without the trimmings. You just need uh, two bits of bread and a pie. Top, help others in the church, especially the weak. Middle, I live for the Lord. Bottom, don't hinder others in the church, especially the weak. So here's a question. Do we live for the Lord? Are we living for the Lord? Is our life about the Lord? Is our death even about the Lord? Uh, well, have you walked away from that? Have you said yes to that? Or have you walked away from that? Do we live for the Lord? We're going to have a time of quiet, and I want you to ask to reflect on that. Do you need to walk back into that, living for the Lord? Okay, let's have a time of quiet, and the worship team will get ready as they come up. Uh, please do not leave here without receiving the prayer your heart is thumping for. We've got Mark and Mary just here on out by the staging, and there's several of us who will be at the front and maybe some more over to the far side here. If you're in need of prayer today, come. Come and dedicate your life to him. Come and dedicate your death to him. <laughs> Come and dedicate today to him. Receive afresh of what he wants to pour out upon you. Lord bless you. And of course you can just have a coffee if you want one. Don't leave without one of those.